0: This is John Zimmerman with Compass Fort Worth, and you're listening to The Real Talk Podcast.
1: Pleased to have John Zimmerman, a.k.a. Jay-Z, on The Real Talk Podcast. Jay-Z and I met several years ago when he was appointed to lead the Compass flagship office in Fort Worth, Texas, in the greater Tarrant County area. Jay-Z is a top-producing Fort Worth agent for the last 30 years. Uh, you may not know this, but an SGM, a Strategic Growth Manager at Compass in New York City, once told me... Quote, Jay-Z is a big deal. He sells blocks upon blocks of the Fort Worth area. End quote. Uh, he's deeply involved in the development of the Monstra and La Cantera neighborhoods, has been ranked the number one agent in Fort Worth for several years, ranked number two in the state of Texas, and he's among the top, the top one and a half percent of agents in America nationwide. Originally hailing from Fayetteville, John studied finance and real estate at the University of Arkansas, Razorbacks. He's lived in Fort Worth for nearly 30 years and currently resides in the Shady Oaks Country Club neighborhood. Please follow Jay-Z on Instagram at Jay-Z Fort Worth or Facebook John Zimmerman Uh, along his website. Just Google John Zimmerman Fort Worth. Jay-Z, thank you for joining. Hey,
0: thanks for having me, Talk. I appreciate it. Oh,
1: much appreciated. No, I really, it's, it's a privilege and an honor to have you. I appreciate your time. We are in the Atlanta Buckhead office. I want the listeners to kind of know you first, but before we get into it, a couple uh, Fort Worth facts that I did not know. Uh, the manufacturing industry makes up about uh, 7% of the regional economy and employment there. Fort Worth has more manufacturing activity than any other metro area in Texas with goods produced ranging from boots, bricks, steel, plastics, SUVs, aerospace components uh, with operators including Airbus, Raytheon Technologies, General Motors, GE, Lockheed Martin, Samsung, and Texas Instruments. Shout out to my my first calculator, my TI-83 calculator. Uh, Texas Instruments also was uh, was, uh, critical to the development of the first microchip, which who knew it came from Texas. I thought it came from Taiwan or somewhere in Asia. Uh, in the financial sector, you got Charles Schwab, uh, which uh, relocated its headquarters to Fort Worth after acquiring TD Ameritrade in 2020. Uh, so, but I didn't know a lot about this, uh, about Fort Worth, and uh, one day I hope to uh, be honored. I would be honored for, for me to visit your town one day I'd love and, it, uh, and and check out your check out your city. So uh, let's let the listeners get to know you. Uh, just please answer the following words, one to two words, just right off the top of your head. You know, okay. what comes to the top of your head? In, in, First word is the state of Texas. Wide open. Wide open. Fort Worth. Genuine. Genuine.
0: Comfortable. Comfortable, okay. Ranches. Unbelievable asset class.
1: Uh, University of Arkansas's Big Red. Fucking spectacular. (laughs) Fucking spectacular. Shout out number 31 of the Washington Commanders, Cam Curl, who is a uh, Arkansas grad, and he had a phenomenal game yesterday. Big win over the Green Bay Packers. Okay, number five, Dallas Cowboys. Great franchise. Great franchise. Okay, are you are you a Cowboys fan? Are,
0: I am. Fort Worth, a Fort Worth fan people are heartbreakers, baby. I, no, I they, love. They Cowboys. are heartbreakers. That's right. Uh, man, they, they are they, America's they, team too. They run a hell of a business, and they're smart guys. And, and uh, what should
1: we should do Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just like any other fan. All right. Uh, TCU
0: Horn Frogs. Horn Frogs. Alright, So they could be. The, that's the Fort Worth. The, oh yeah. So the description of them right now, you, two words: Sunny Dikes. But before that, it would have been Gary Patterson who was spectacular. We've got the sauce, we're seven 7-0, they're, looking good. They're, they're looking, looking good. they're looking good. Okay, good. Rob Rifkin. Honest, visionary. Zillow. Always wrong. Ted Cruz. Not politics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't like politics. <laughs> All right, no politics. Stay away, right? All right, just like the Thanksgiving table. Uh, number 10, what your thoughts? 60% of America's paper bills are printed in Fort Worth. I was not aware of that. It's
0: a learning day. <laughs> it's a learning day. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, apparently, they have the the dollar paper printing factory in Fort Worth, so that's where the money is made. All right. Yeah. And you are where the money is made. So let's get the answer these questions, couple minutes each, and. They're broad-based questions, and we're not going to go too deep into them, but this will help us get to know you a little bit more. So tell us, where are you from, and uh, how long have you lived in Fort Worth?
0: Okay, so I graduated from high school in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Went to the University of Arkansas, got in a rider truck, and moved to Fort Worth, Texas to start working for who is still one of my very best friends in the world and mentor to me uh, in the development business. And we were developing neighborhoods, uh, buying FDIC, RTC properties, and turning those into subdivisions. So I learned about how to build and develop and market subdivisions. I was 23 years old, 22 years old, and loved it. You know, and and I had a great experience with them.
1: What the hell's a Ryder truck? You got into a Ryder truck?
0: It's a moving truck, man. It's kind of it's a, it's a brand, baby. It's like a U-Haul. How about that? <laughs>
1: U-Haul. Okay. Yeah. A rider truck. Mm-hmm. Never heard of that. Uh, we don't talk about that. We don't actually talk about trucks in New York State at all. Next question. Do you think? Uh, what do you think about you know where we are with the inflationary
0: markets and in the housing in the, in the housing that we see today? Like hyper regional, mm-hmm. you know the effects on it, you know, because it's. I think the overarching thing is going to be, you know, in in any kind of economics, you know, supply and demand is going to control more than almost anything. So like, there's. There's so much demand where we're at, because there's so many people moving there. I don't know that Fort Worth is going to be as dramatically impacted as some of the, because we didn't skyrocket to crazy values. We stayed, we, our values grew tremendously, but Fort Worth never gets crazy. We never get way outside the market. We never, it's just, I don't know if it's just good sense people or, or the market, whatever it is. So I, you know, my thought is this: we're certainly not going to see an increase in pricing over the course of the next, say, 12 months. But I don't think we're gonna get you know, murdered on the day. Okay. I think it's gonna be okay.
1: Facebook or Instagram?
0: For a long narrative story, Facebook, for aesthetics,
1: Instagram. You, you have a very good engagement on Facebook, and probably out of almost all brokers that I follow on that platform, so. I'm I think 52,
0: that, that's kinda of my market. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really works for you. Yeah, yeah. you're really working yeah.
1: that market. Do you have another agent, or two maybe, that you admire at Compass,
0: outside of Fort Worth? and if so who and why that's a great question i have several you know and for different reasons right sure so like i'll look at somebody and i'll say they're an incredible digital marketer or their people skills are just phenomenal or they, they understand how to do that better than anybody so like as far as is is like or they're a great long-range planner you know they've got great field vision yeah. able to see some things so like sure. for that billy fandell is fucking fabulous field vision understanding the markets all across the board kind of a renaissance man you yeah. know. shout out billy yeah great bs you know you look at digital guys and real clever young bucks coming up, you got, you know, and he's like my little brother, uh, Jonathan Rosen's partner. He's Shout a out John. Man. Wow. He's, he's yeah, a really. and Wakes up thinking about it, goes to bed thinking about it, and, and is, a, is a great guy. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, outside of the brokerage business, my first guy that I was talking about in there, a guy named Tim Fleet, mm-hmm. taught the business. And he taught me how to do business.
1: And he's a developer. Thank he he you. He's a developer,
0: and he's and he's been unbelievably influential. All
1: right, That's shout great. out, Mr. Fleet. That's great. Favorite town or city outside of Fort Worth, right, and that you like to Fable, visit, hang out? Or why?
0: Fayetteville, Arkansas, no question. Fayetteville, Arkansas. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. yeah, of course. The so own, no, your alma mater.
0: No, no down talk on Santa Barbara. It's pretty close. <laughs> Is it the tailgate? Is it the games? Is it the campus? What is it? Well, I got tons of family there. And and it's just, it's one of the most, you know, authentic college towns in America. It's, you know, the people are fantastic. It's just a good place to be. I sent, I went there. Both of my children went there. I still go to most of the athletic events. I mean, it's a good place to be. What was it like when
1: you went to college there? What was it in the in the early nineties?
0: Eighty-eight to ninety-two. Yeah. So what uh, was that like?
1: Were you in a frat? Yeah. I was what was Greek age. life like? It was unbelievable. I'm like like that it was movie Animal bars. House. One
0: hundred percent. Yeah, yeah I mean, you got the kegs rolling
1: down the street and stuff. Yeah. I'm it's amazing. A I mean, yeah. And this I mean, is before social media, so none of us could really track or see what. <laughs> thank God.
0: couple yeah. <laughs> every once in a while, like a like a. Uh, Kodak will slide out there and I'm like, wow, <laughs> I'm in a Speedo or like yes. something like that. Yeah. 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 What was pledging like? Uh, it's hard. Yeah. It's really? Like hard. real hard. Right? It was back when you could, we did a lot of stuff. But I will say this there was one of the greatest success clusters of my life based around my Sigma new group if I look at these guys and I still am super super close with them good stuff the best all the time like I would I mean in, in how many guys in your class 44 initially okay. I believe 34 got initiated but the two, the class above below uh, it was it's really it was really tight. it was kind of a military based Sigma new does it that way yeah and, and we screw up showers and they yelled at you and you had to go uh. to class and you had to wear a suit and tie to... Ball games, and yes. you had to and you had to wear it. You had to go to church every Sunday morning. Wow! And it was regimented as hell. Yeah. All my buds were were together for a football game. We were like, man, you know that? That shit, you can't do it anymore. You know, you just you can't. No way. And, no way. And it's it's a crime because man, it just it helped form you, you know, and it made you tough and it made you understand. Uh, it was good. It was good for everybody.
1: You know, I. I love doing this podcast because we would not be able to have this kind of conversation if we were at a bar at a, at a, at a Compass event one-on-one. Sure. You know, this, is, this is really cool stuff. Now, I'm not saying I, I'm a big fat guy. I was in a fraternity myself, but it's definitely, I can't imagine, you know, people Snapchatting the, the culture of, you know, getting into a frat oh, oh, and the cool, I mean, that stuff really, you know, it's good for you. It hardens you up, yeah. you know, that, that process.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. So that's one of the curiosities of, you know, America. Okay. Do you have a role model in real estate and who? And why?
0: Well, like I said before, kind uh, of my first boss, and I still oh, yeah, do a lot right. of stuff yep. together. Yep. Probably, you know, uh, Tim Fleet had a tremendous influence yep. on me. But sure. you know, in in the brokers business, I am I'm a great admirer of a great many of our, particularly in our culture, right? So, like one of the best things about Compass was, you know, I looked up, and all of a sudden, all of the best brokers from my former firm had moved to Compass. And what I've determined is, when you put yourself in the arena with a bunch of the smartest people in a particular field, I don't know if it's osmosis. I don't know <laughs> if they're pushing each other to be better or whatever yeah. it is. So there's, I got a bunch of them that are in our little circle that, I, that, I, that for different reasons. Like I yeah, said, good, yeah, steel pushes steel or steel sharpens steel, right? Yep. yep. Okay.
1: Do you have a morning routine?
0: I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you, I mean, you look uh, great. You, you're a workout warrior. What? I do. Uh, yeah. So I, I, su- I like to. I've got a yurt in my backyard, and I get it steamed up to about. 130 and then I uh, put a loin cloth on and I sit in there and I meditate and sip chai tea for about 30 minutes and uh, I write down a list of some different things I'm considering for the day. I have three of the exact same kind of coffees from my Nespresso thing that I like. Alright. And I will sit down there and I won't turn the TV on and I won't and I'll sit at, at my co- the same coffee table every morning and I have and I lay out, I'm an old man so I lay out my yellow tablets and I pull up my computer and my phone and my iPad. Then I go through every email I've gotten, even if it's redundant and I'm going over it from the past three days, okay, every day it's three days, because I know that within those three days, I'll wipe it out, right? So, I, yeah. So, but I, it keeps things from falling through the crack. Of course, I have a, an assistant that runs through those also, right? But, and then I'll go through all my phone calls and I'll go, well, why did I call this guy and what for? And then i will make a note on that. And then I'll go, all right, here's my text chain. Who do I owe? Some information to who do I owe a call to, right? Because nothing pisses people off more than not returning the opportunity than, a call. No, it's bullshit. I mean, yeah. that's if people that don't do that in this business, they shouldn't be in this business. Yeah. And yeah. so that's what I used to have. I'd go, I tell all my people at the beginning of it, that's I great. would say, you know, there's three things. I call it the triumvirate of bugging. So you're going to call them, you're going to text them, and you're going to email them, right? And if they don't call you, and you might, and some of them are going to go, like, Hey, dude, get off my ass. Yeah. However, The vast majority of those people go, well, that guy's working for me, I'm glad he's pursuing me. I bet he's pursuing my buyers like that too. Mm -hmm. So I go through all those things, I make notes on all that, we follow up on that. And then I make out and I do my time blocking thing, which is cheese ball crap. it so. allows me to put actual segments of time, and that way there's accountability to myself, and at the end of the day, I know that I've gotten a certain amount of things done. And right. when you time block, you're not picking up phone calls, you're not texting, you're not looking at it, your phone for... You well, know. when I time block, I'm putting it in there, so certain times, I'm, that's all I'm doing. So oh, okay, that's all you're doing, okay. So, you know, yeah. nine to 10, I'm gonna call past clients, I'm gonna follow up on X, you know, whatever it is, yeah. and then I'll focus on that, whether it's sure. via email, text, call, whatever it takes. And then, you know, I'll have, okay, listing appointment from here to here or whatever, and I'll go do that. Sure. And then at the end of the day, I'm able to get more accomplished, and that was a Steve Scholl deal when we talked about uh, that. Uh, and uh, and, yeah. and, uh, and he's good, I use Steve, and I use Shrug Shaw's also very good too. Yeah. And so they're both really, you know, so, they, but they both kind of have different schools of thought, but both are very, very clever. And so there's I take those gems from that, and I use them, but anyway, the time blocking thing was one of those. Things. And that's my routine. Hmm. Okay, great. I mean, when you're working, but you're not traveling.
1: A normal weekend, you have a routine for the weekend?
0: Well, if I'm not traveling, I try work some. Sure. Right? And so... Well, when we uh, work, we work seven days a week, right? So, yeah, but so uh, like if I'm doing that, I'll, you know, I'm doing some different neighborhoods right now, and so I'll go spend some time in that. Things that I wouldn't normally, I do that during the week also, but like things I can do at a leisurely pace, right? So right. I can kind of try to get a little different perspective on things. I'll go like, sometimes I'll go out to one of my neighborhoods and like take a walk. Okay, got it. I wouldn't do that on a Thursday. Great, yeah, yeah. Right? So like Saturday it. morning, I would. Sure. Anyway, things like that.
1: Okay, got it. Please plug a, a couple, maybe what? one or two uh, bars, restaurants, establishments that maybe not too touristy, but someone like myself would love to visit or one of our listeners that you like.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> best restaurant in town, Lonesome Dove. One of my best buds, Tim loves Lonesome Dove? Lonesome Dove. Okay. Katarina's Brandon. It's cool. You can't bring your cell phone in there. Katerina's, no cell phone? Yeah. Wow, okay. It was all over the news a little while. You put the zipping in there, you go, you sit in there, very small, really spectacular. And I, I hope you come visit me in Fort Worth. 100%. 100%. Uh, it would, and, be, a, it would uh, be an honor. So, he just actually opened a, little, a new music hall called Town Hills Tavern, and they had like Ludacris yesterday, Oh yeah. you know, Saturday.
1: And... It's funny, Ludacris from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And it lo- loaded it up. Super oh, that's fun, awesome. You know, and, and, uh, <laughs> let's see. And Katerina's is a restaurant. Yeah, that okay. place, no cell phone restaurant. Okay. Yeah, fantastic. But, Great. Uh, any any bars or other establishments that you like?
0: Trying to think through that. I eat out almost every meal, so I, I like a bunch <laughs> of places. How long's the podcast? <laughs> well, what about uh, you know you want to go watch a college game? I want to go watch a college game, which usually on Saturdays. Saturdays. I'm, at one, mm-hmm. uh, you're at one, you're, but, at, you're uh, at the game,
1: you're not watching from the ball, you're
0: at the game. Yeah, but yeah, if you're, you're gonna, right. I tell you what, John Bonnell just built a place called John's Grill that is kick ass. John's for that. Grill, okay, man, Fort Worth. It's, okay. it's, Shout out John's Grill, and, and I'll
1: put these in the show notes for people to check out yeah, as well. You bet. Yeah, so people have the, the direct links. All right, so I want to go into a couple of deep dive questions with you. You know, this is kind of where I have the privilege to get to know you. A little bit more, and, and obviously the, the listeners too, but I, I just coming from my heart, my curiosity, and this is why I even have a podcast, I've always been very curious of other people, especially in, in our business, just because same thing with you and I and, and guys like Rose and you, we think about the business waking up, we think about the business going to bed, we live in, we eat, breathe in this business almost seven days a week, basically, 24 hours a day. So, you know, you as, as basically one of the top brokers in America, you had the special privilege to be the founding agent of Fort Worth. So top agents generally, and listeners may not know this, they're set up fairly well at their previous establishments, whether it's uh, uh, you, well, you're at Sotheby's, right? I yep. mean, Tom Dunn, our friend Tom Dunn, who was yep. also at Sotheby's, mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't matter where you are, but you know, their previous brokers will give you ample marketing dollars, house splits, really nice office, office space. Uh, you also get that office street credit right it's like oh look it's john zimmerman you know i just joined the business and he and i see him all over town i I see his face on the bus i see his you know face (laughs) on the bench uh he's all over the place so you get that street cred atmosphere in the office you know i'm always fascinated by our sgm teams and our recruiters that have the capability to always convince the top one percent to join this brand new company and you know you when we opened up in fort worth we were not a public company not a lot of people knew who we were I, i guess we had an office in dallas before right so yeah. what was it that made you come? What was the story of you transitioning out into this kind of a quote-unquote no-name brand
0: when it was still a relatively small company? I feel like I have a pretty good gauge on people. Right? Yeah. That's, that's one of the things I think I'm, I'm good at. And so I met. Gifts of gab. With, yeah. Well, I met <laughs> Rory yeah, and Robert okay. over in Dallas. And this mm-hmm. was in, we'll say, December of 17. Okay. And I met with them, and I really you liked them. I mean, I like these are we're gonna be friends. I knew that immediately, right? Yeah. No bullshit. Very, you know, here's what it is. This is how we're doing it. This is why we're doing it. They said, but John, we're not ready to open up. We're gonna open up Dallas, and then we'll come back and we'll open up Fort Worth. Well, you can't have a Fort Worth real estate company with a Dallas address. You just can't. Yeah. And so, okay, I go, guys. You tell me when you're ready yeah. and you want to do Fort Worth, let me know. Goes, that's all it took, huh? Well, I, I knew <laughs> that and then yeah. so like I said, Jonathan Rosen, one of my really, really, sure. really good friends, his firm, he had started a deal called The Collective that was absorbed, that, that Compass bought. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, And I had a bunch of really good butts. So then like Tom Hughes and, yep. and Amy Michelle uh, and Michelle. Uh, shout out Tom. And, and all the really Brokers that I had a ton, of, you know, probably the ones that I had the most in common with, and they really big drivers, big thinkers, slid, slid over to Compass, and I was like, huh. And then I start looking, and then all of, of these people in my network from my previous firm, of all the group in my group, they're they're all leaving for Compass, right? Ah. And they're all leaving for Compass, and I'm like, boy, that's, mm, get Fort Worth here, come on, you know, and, because I, I knew that what they were proposing was something that i needed to get next level, right yeah. to take to take the business to where it needs to be and to provide the service to my clients sure i mean i i mean you can give some crazy high-tech service with the things they offer right so sure. i was waiting i was waiting i was waiting and then i get a call from robert and he goes jay-z are you ready i go i'm ready what's it, what's it look like you know so we had a Really great experience. You know, the courtship was reasonably short. Went up to New York, walked through. I wanted to see what I was getting into before I got into it. You know, went <laughs> yeah, through the right. whole thing. And yeah, you
1: visited uh, 95th Avenue. Yeah. Then right?
0: I went down. You know, and I saw all the engineers and I saw all the stuff. And I'm like, man, this is some next level shit. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And, uh, so the writing on the wall and stuff, right? The yeah. The whiteboard. Yeah. Yeah. Loved it, yeah. you know? So we took that, and uh, I left there, and we came back, and we made our deal, and then teed up all my stuff and, and got it ready to go. And then it's never easy to leave. No. Like, your previous I mean, I'm design, sure you liked
1: your managers in the past company. I had, company a, lot
0: and... of, I had just a lot of business there, right? Mm-hmm. So I'd done almost a billion dollars worth of business with yeah. the previous firm, right? Yeah. So I, that's that's something. And that's a big hop, right? When you change everything. In Huge. Group, and Particularly to a brand that is largely unknown in Fort Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, but I believe so much in the deal that I said, like, all right, I'm probably going to take a little bit of hickey. this first year and I did not crazy, but like I did. Yeah. And the next year I was, I uh, nearly doubled the production from that year. And then we kept going we Wow. we kept going. So it was like, it's one of those leaps of faith that paid off and don't know, off you know, of whatever, it, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and what people don't realize is it's the culture and the people yeah. and all the fun and being around, like I said, you said, know, you know, sharp people around sharp people that that, that everybody's better. And yeah. So,
1: Got Got it. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting story, you know. Just year in, year out, it's always like, what made it? What made it happen for agents? And and I would say you were more forward thinking than some of the other brokers out there. I mean, no offense to those brokers, but they, you know, their business is good. Why rock the boat? Yeah. Right. Oh, I I get the tech. I get it. But why would I need to do something else? You know, that's the biggest.
0: They lack field vision. Yeah. Where's it going? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The. This road's it's going to get shorter over here. It's going to get longer. They're looking at it
1: today. right Right now and next week and next month but they're not seeing it in five years yeah yeah so now you have that vision so no good for you uh in talking about tech and talking about the vision in the future you know what are your thoughts on these aggregators especially in your market it's every market i feel is different you know you have zillow you have realtor.com which is i think is big in some areas you have redfin you have a lot of these larger front-facing aggregators that Compass really is not. Uh, we have tech on our end, but we're not really an aggregator to the consumer end. So you know, what are your thoughts on these websites, and how, how is it, what's your relationship with them in your market?
0: So I've tried nearly all of the lead programs for all. Okay. Oh, I've yeah. I found them to be, for me and my particular way, I run my business. They're not effective. They're, you know, you're kissing tons and tons and tons and tons of problems. Uh-huh. Right. And then every once in a while you get a prince. You're not gonna get king. You know, you're gonna yep. get something. Just, I mean, it's gonna be okay. Yeah. and It's gonna be a small deal, and it's gonna be a whole lot of hassle, and, and so. I've gotten away from using. I don't have any lead programs at all. Okay, I'm just mine stuff. I've been. I've been in this business for long enough that. You don't need. You don't really well, need. Well, you know, for fair to people. Yeah, know, of course. Repeat business is great. Yeah, and so, you know, I've had a few dealings with Redfin's, I think I did one deal with a Redfin deal and it was just out of the blue, like a $3 million deal, and which was shocking for Redfin, because usually it's like, they just want to cruise through your house, you know, it's yeah. not going to be, a, there's, there's about a 0% chance it's a deal, you right. know, and so, right,
1: and the agents probably never met the buyer before, no, what? have no idea, right, yeah, 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 I
0: mean, I had one, one of theirs was, I had like, they had like a fraudulent buyer and they had like a dummied up proof of funds and all that kind of oh goofy boy. stuff, because yeah. I don't think they care, right, they don't care, they just need a
1: get the people through the If doors. you or I
0: are taking somebody through there, that we're ta- it's us, you know, or yeah. our people, yeah. you know, are yeah. taking them we've gone through there and we've had...
1: our relationship. We know this guy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. This it's is... Just, I'm bringing my best friend's wife or whatever to your yeah. property. Yeah. This is yeah. a real so, relationship.
0: It's, you know, I think with those deals, I think most people discount, you know, yeah. Just because they they I think that the relation the level of relationship between that agent and that buyer is so stuck together and manufactured, just it doesn't work. Yeah. Okay. My opinion. Yeah. No, right. I get it. Okay. And do they do where the listings
1: are sometimes your exclusive listing is advertised by a different agent on
0: those websites? Is, is that the norm there or they they ask that I get a deal, you know, we can get you more buyers, and I, I never do.
1: Yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Well, it almost
0: kind of devalues it, right? It does, like, yeah. 100%, because it's not like
1: they know the listing. It's like no, it's they have really no listing, idea. right gonna put yeah. it out and, yeah. what, what did the real estate industry look like when you first started, and how has it evolved since you, you know, became the founding agent of Fort Worth?
0: So, so, kind of. More background. I, I did development work. You know, really, the, I call it the apocalypse till '08. Oh, eight. You know. And oh, everything. so you weren't an agent till 08? No, no, I wasn't an agent until '12. Wow. And so I had a. You know, I've had lives at different times for different things, but I didn't <laughs> broker You know, other people's stuff really. Yeah. And I went. I was trying to go. I thought that Tim, the guy yeah. that, that I was talking about earlier, was a big influence for me. Mister Fleet. Yes. Yeah. So we, we were trying to buy a bunch of assets and that really didn't come down. Like the FDIC, RTC stuff that I was doing right out of college, we were very successful with that. It didn't come down like that. So there weren't the massive tranches of distressed assets to buy and then to develop or do stuff with that, that we thought there was going to be. And so then I was like, I've got two kids in private school and I've got, I've got a ton of overhead. I gotta figure something out pretty quick. And buddy of mine, car dealer in Fort Worth, one of my good buds and he goes, man, why don't you be a realtor? And then Robbie Baker, and Robbie is a great friend of mine, a really smart guy. And he goes, look, you got a great business reputation. Everybody knows that you can sell it. Everybody knows you understand it and you know it. And I'm like, man, I do not want to be a realtor. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to look in the mirror. You know, I had to look in the mirror and go, I am a realtor, you know, which is like, ugh. And uh, so I did that, and I came out of the gates, and I'm like, I like this shit. And I like these people, and it's kind of fun being in the flow. I like watching the the dynamics of them trying to figure out, you know, what's best for their family or how they can, you know, whatever. I, I like finding this big positive outcome. It was rewarding as hell, mm-hmm. and and I was making good money. And I was, and I, which I was, I got killed in the recession, so I was like very happy that it was working. Good. So first year we come out, second year in there, and the, you know, by the the second third year I'm doing this, I'm the number one agent in Fort Worth. And it's because I work now, I mean that's that's yeah, hundred percent. That's what I like to do. And so I started in that, and then I saw more deals, and then I started getting more development deals because I was in the deal flow because I was do, seeing all this right. And yeah. So it made my the development business made my real estate my realtor business better, and the realtor business made my development business better. Hmm. So it was this weird concert that I never really thought would work like that, and it did. So it's it's you know it's changed pretty dramatically. Back to the question, I got off pace but so like from when I started doing this to now you know there's been a it's been a pretty good rise you know right? I think like I said we may have a small correction here sure but it's been pretty steady and I'm loving the brokerage side of it because the personal aspect I like, I'm up here I like people right? yeah so it's fun to be around and see and be part of their search and you know their victories and, and you know I love trading it really tough for a buyer of mine you know and yeah. see what we can get and, and getting them in the right spot and sometimes sometimes trading toughs make damn sure to make it, decision quick before someone else gets it yeah sometimes it's a really hard-nosed negotiation it's different but it's all fun and every day is different sure. So sure. since since starting up the compass part of fort worth you know we got to bring in a really good group we've really grown that office it's grown we've got some really great brokers there now so i got i've seen it from nothing from being the first guy standing in the room mm-hmm. to this great brokerage with all these agents in there and it's you know i've got a lot of pride in it i mean it's a it's a It's a special deal. Yeah.
1: In terms of deals, tell me about something memorable you did since uh, maybe COVID 2020. It seemed like the markets, every market outside of New York City, seemed to have a record breaking year. And, you know, tell me about what happened. Do you have one or two maybe
0: specific memorable deals that happened during that time period? Oh, I remember specifically because having been through 08, I was thinking, it's just apocalypse number two. Oh, boy. You know, and I'm like, I find it's all rolling, and why? You know, why? You know, and you and, have overhead, and I have You've got kids well, okay, going to well, college. So, something you don't. <laughs> my program is different than most agents in that everybody on my team receives a salary, mm. and they all receive a portion of my deals, and then back forth. And then I, I pay all their dues. I pay everything that. That's I a lot of overhead money. every week, huh? I put them in that training, and I looked at them and I said, "Everybody's got a job. We're going to work through. We're going to figure this out. Let's reassess here in a few months." And if we gotta trim some stuff up, we'll trim it up. But I'm gonna get in the boat with you, you get in the boat with me. Oh, good. And I've got magnificent team. I mean, they're like family. We got really good people. And they were all like, and they all wanted to work. We all stayed through it. Mm-hmm. And I'll be damned if like a week in there when people got, got you know a little, Little less afraid to go out, and of course we're in Texas, right? So we're less portions of Texas where COVID didn't even really exist. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> at least in their mind, right? And, uh, <laughs> Never existed. In yeah. Their minds. What? <laughs> uh, uh, you know, the so people started looking at houses again. They started doing that, and then all of a sudden I'm like, man, my volume is surging. You know? And was that the latter part of 2020, or did
1: they, would just? We the got beginning? so
0: you know it. It was so 2020 comes in starting in like. May it starts getting pretty good, yeah. You know, and and then April and, and, and pardon me, then June, and then July, and then it starts really. I'm like, I'm looking at my numbers, and I'm like, wow, you know, because I don't. even, I, I try not to look at that because if I look at that, I get focused. on I just try to, I just try to look at a job. Sometimes right? it's
1: evil to keep focusing. Yeah, because you focus because you can't do anything
0: about them. No, right. The way the reason the they way are, you do no, something they are, they are what they are. Yeah. The way what you do about numbers is you work. And if you do all the things on your list, those numbers will grow, yeah. right? So like, but if you sit there and you obsess over the bullshit on the list and all that kind of stuff, your client doesn't care what your production is. They care what a, jo- the kind of job you do for them. That's right. You get more deals by doing a good job for them, right? So like. They don't care you sold a billion. They want they right. care about themselves. Right? right, and the only reason you trumpet that is you want to go, look, I got an, I got this many skins on the wall and I know how to do it. And I've done it a thousand times and I'm still doing it every year and I'm doing this. Just for that, so I just wanted to recognize. Look, I know what I'm doing. We're doing this thing. Because anybody, it, when it got good, everybody and their dog wanted to be a real estate agent. They still do, right? You know. And, and can can their can their cousin's friend do the job I do? That's right. Probably yeah. not. Yeah. They probably don't know all the you know small uh, bits of information that are pertinent to a transaction that I know. Yeah. And so anyway, uh, but that's that's what I thought of. We saw that we grew. We it was. I was shocked. I was I was certain that that that. It was going to be a correction of some sort, and it went the other direction, and it was fabulous.
1: Um, I bet, and and I'm happy for your success, I and mean, it's great that it's great to hear that uh, you did not let go of people, or you had people on salary. I mean, I'm sure. I mean you know, it's not like the runway for real estate agents on staff is it's forever. I mean, sometimes you know we're month to month, you know, week to week. Yeah. So the fact that you you know kept kept them on salary and let them work is uh, very uh, I, I admire that uh, tremendously. Especially, I mean, I have people on salary as well. So you know, the, the feeling of you know every two weeks this chunk of money for payroll payroll tax, you know, un- you're paying unemployment tax, you're paying uh, their salaries. I mean, the amount that comes out of your your account every two weeks sometimes can be uh, a little nerve wracking. So I totally understand that, especially in an ambiguous time like COVID 2020. Our clients in New York City are dominated mostly in got Wall Street, uh, we have tech clients, we have PE, we have some uh, hedge fund CEOs, and we also have you know a lot of small business owners. What is the Fort Worth market like? You know, who are the buyers and sellers in your area? Do they work for, you know, Texas Instruments? Like, what, what, what kind of background do they have? What do they well,
0: do? Not so much Texas Instruments. You know, we've got a very large uh, sector, particularly in the luxury portion, that's oil and gas. Oil and gas. Energy. Oh, right. And so, uh, and, uh, you know, that's a, those are some smart guys. And they're some interesting, and they, they, and they like real estate, and they're, they're, uh, they they're understand it as an asset class. And they're gamblers. You know what I mean? These, these are guys that understand how, how that works, and, and uh, so they're fun to deal with. Uh, I've got a ton of clients in that in that field, like Exxon, and well, yeah, uh, you know, Exxon bought XTO and moved a lot of those people. XTO was, was in, but there's like you name it. There's there's a ton of oil yeah, lines in, yeah, there, yeah, okay, and, uh, uh, that do well, gas, yeah, okay. and so you know, I mean, Fort Worth, like I said, it was between 2010 and 2020, it was the largest, it was the fastest growing largest metro area in the country, right? So yeah. like the moving factor is crazy. So you're getting. You know, where everybody talks about California buyers, all that, it's real. Yeah. I mean, so like when we got, we made those big purchases Compass did in California, dude, that helped me, like, cause like. Huge. Cause yeah. You're huge. one of the only ones in Well, I'm the number one yeah. in Fort Worth. Yeah. And they're sending this, they're they're sending all these referrals of these California 100%. Yeah, so we see the offices going straight to you. Yeah. And I don't know how many we did, but I bet <laughs> we've done, you know, 50 to 100, you know. Referrals there. From, from California, Huge. people moving into Texas, Huge. which there's, you know, when I said wide open, that's why, you know, they love that. They love it. it's, it's kind of wild west. There's all sorts of, you know, like I said, we don't have a state income tax. You know, we mm-hmm. got, there's all these benefits, and yeah. uh, you know, we have a extraordinarily pro uh, business governmental entity, right? So yeah. like all our, our Texas is about business. Yeah. And it's the best. I love that. It is really good. Yeah. So that's what we're getting a lot of that from there.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um I, I can I always encourage the small market brokers. Like Tom Dunn and Vail, like Tom, like you are literally the only person in Vail in Ty, th- You you have 4,000 brokers that you can talk to and they're all gonna go to you like you don't have a lot of other competition like it's the same with you in in Fort Worth it's like you're the only guy and you were the only guy there it's like the founder of course everyone wants to go to the founder right so that this that opportunity must have been tremendous for you Uh, let's go back to one of my my questions that I asked earlier about ranches you said it's a tremendous asset class I'm a big fan of the show Yellowstone and apparently the producer of that uh, that TV show led a group of investors to buy one of the most expensive ranches in Texas, which closed for some absurd figure like $120 million, something way, way more, way, more, more, more than that. Yeah. yeah, oh, you tell me about that. Uh, wh- why, what's the rage with ranches and what's going on with that? What's the, what's the ranch market and why is it such all the rage now?
0: Well, so Taylor Sheridan's a Fort Worth Guy. And, uh, and Real Vision. I mean, he's done so many great shows. I mean, filming another one actually in Fort Worth right now. But he filmed 1883 in Fort Worth. Oh, I didn't know
1: that. that was, I didn't know that was based in Fort Worth. Like yeah, was, maybe so they, they
0: always filmed in Montana or something. Well, the 1883 was. was uh-huh. there, but but uh, Yellowstone was not. But, uh, you know, here's the deal about ranches land in Texas is. is they're not, obviously, you're not, nobody's making any more land, obviously, right? Yeah. So like, you get to enjoy it, there's usually minerals, there's usually some cash flow on that, and then they appreciate, right? So it's a wonderful place, particularly, you know, if you've got an investment portfolio, you gotta have some land in it, yeah. you know? And so that, it's, it's great for that. People, you know, it's, it's a great place to enjoy, and, and it's a really good place to, to park money safely.
1: Um, if you could buy any ranch in America, Let's just say any area, not specifically any property per se, but uh, any area. Where would it be? How much size would 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 an ideal range? Let's not go crazy. Not not 100 acres, 200 acres. I don't know. What what do you think is your ideal area for for a range purchase?
0: And what would it have? (laughs) (laughs) Fort Worth, around Fort Worth, maybe four or five hundred acres. Okay, some water on it. Water Uh, like a river or a lake or reserve reservoir. Any? All of the above. Okay. Yeah. What's the water for? Just, Just nice to have a stream. Right. Nice to have tanks, which are ponds, uh-huh. you know, nice to have. Would you have cattle? Would you, would you be having a farm
1: operation on this or?
0: Uh, oil yeah. operation. Well, that'd be, that'd maybe gold, huh? maybe any and all. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. that's, I hadn't thought about the perfect one, but that's okay. right. all those. Those are good. good How things.
1: much did that rain cell go for? The one that was led by the Youngs um, um, I'm
0: not sure. It's, okay. it's crazy. I, I know, know that some insane figure. Bernie Utrich did the uh, Wagner Ranch, and he got I think that was like seven eighty or seven ninety or something like that. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, so it's, it was a little less than that, but it was still that was like it, the one they bought that Taylor Sheridan bought, like.
1: It was, dude, it was yeah. a crazy, crazy amount. And yeah. I was following that ranch because it was on that show. Yeah, uh, It was in the last season, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just fascinated by the culture there. It's come from New York City. Uh, the IRS gives a tax break to... This is one thing I'm jealous about Texas brokers. Uh, uh, for for cars above 6,000 pounds, you get a tax break where you can deduct the entire cost of the car, even if you finance it. Um, do you get to... Do you have a truck? you get purchase and I'm sure you have several trucks, right? You guys are in Texas. Yeah, you I did. guys, you guys I did. have that opportunity. I did have a you guys, have all these tax breaks, also, which is so pro business in Texas. It's very can't, pro business. We can't buy a six thousand pound truck in New York City. It just doesn't work. There's <laughs> nowhere to park it. There's no. What, what are you going to do with it? That's a true story. Yeah. <laughs> um, not really a question, just a comment, a side comment about ranches and Texas and business. Uh, to, final question, and I know you're a busy man, so I just wanted to kind of end with this. You know, give us some knowledge. Your advice from those that, uh, that maybe has just about to start or thinking about starting the business, or maybe one year in. And then, part two the question is give us some advice of how, why, you know, what made you successful, and advice that you would give to an agent that's maybe 14, 13 plus years in the business.
0: Okay, so different ones. Two, like I'll yeah, start two. with the first one. So yeah. A new one. And was, I'll, uh, I've got some familiarity with this, seeing that my son. Has just started That's working right. with me. Yeah. All right. So here's what I tell him, you know, go to work every day. Make every your list. Call people back. No matter what. I don't care if it's the most difficult call you got to make. Do those first. Okay. You know, eat the broccoli first. Eat the broccoli first. And then <laughs> And then go in there and 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 do the thing. You know, go through. You know, uh, all of the just do that grind. You know, do this thing because it's going to take forever. And then sooner or later. You're going to set up, you know, get your get your CRM right, get your all the things you need to do to kind of to, to go fast. Is he expecting, and maybe you
1: expect it, but he's his father is your son. His father is the number two agent in Texas. Doesn't he expect handouts?
0: He, he'll I'll treat him exactly i treat everybody else. That's great. Because they're not going to be a boss's kid in this deal. However, yeah, yeah. he's a killer. This kid is brilliant, smart, great bullshit, honest. You know he's he's gonna be he's got all the tools to be extraordinarily successful. Good. So, but well, but here's the deal. Yeah. Anybody can screw it up. Right? That's right. Or anyone can take business from him. Or you can take it for granted. Yeah. You know, because if if you're not servicing them, somebody will. Right. So take care of it. Be that's not right. Called, you know, anyway, so what we're working. I'd say I'd say that's the main thing. Right. Eat Just the broccoli be, first. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And then you know fourteen fifty you know, freshen your shit up. Don't be afraid of new stuff. Get in there because the young guys will eat your lunch if you don't. Embrace change and technology. This is for the older. This is the experience. Older, this is the second, yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you get in there and you walk in there in a pair of Sands belt slacks and 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 like a leisure. That was before your time. That's kind of fancy, they're elasticy. They don't have any belt on. Right. right. Oh yeah yeah like, yeah yeah. It, before but, my time. Maybe his time. <gasps> we're in the same time. That, uh, <laughs> that, uh, but like you got uh, you got that and you and. and do the new stuff, right? Because you can—you can be a dinosaur and just disappear. Do the new stuff. Yeah. Are you on TikTok? Embrace it. I've got somebody on TikTok okay. for me.
1: Would you do a dance on TikTok?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm actually an excellent disco
1: dancer. I, I... <laughs> I, I am not surprised. I'm fucking with at you at all actually. <laughs> you I have seen, I've seen your I've seen your, your flexibility in photos. You you yeah. have, you're a great poser in photos. You yeah, can I pose for the festival. I stretch a lot. You stretch a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You take the drink that the tea, the chai tea in the morning, do yoga in your t- yurt t- t- in the back yeah, yeah. and turn it up to 140 degrees. Yeah. Um you know, do you, would you say that the, the the experience ages downfall is that they get too jaded and they stop doing some of the things that people are trying to teach them, especially maybe a compass, right?
0: The, the well, don't. if you can embrace change, it's going to run you over. Yeah. And so, you know, that's, a, that's one thing. That's for sure. Okay. And so, uh, you know, if you can embrace the change and you can, and hustle and, and, and you have to reinvent yourself every once in a while and, and find new tracks to find business, you better do it or somebody else will get it. Oh yeah. Do you have any uh,
1: lasting questions? Oh, I have uh, Nick Spencer from Santa Barbara and Melissa from Santa Barbara here as well. you guys have any questions, final questions for, uh, I do.
0: for Jay-Z many, over here? How many pocket squares do you own? Uh, buck, 50, buck seventy-five, somewhere in that range. <laughs> how, many, how,
1: many how many pocket squares do you own, son?
0: Somewhere between 150 and 175. <laughs> and how do you look better? Out? No. And would you be you know, uncomfortable if I asked, do you look better with them on or off? You know, I feel like it's, it's a hell of an accent, man. I appreciate you asking. <laughs> I love them. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Man, you look great. Um, Thanks for
1: noticing. Jay-Z, oh. I, again, honored for your time. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, but, again, if you're a listener, please follow Jay-Z at, on, on Instagram, jay Fort Worth. No spaces, no dashes, no periods. Uh, Facebook, John Zimmerman. Google him and his name, Fort Worth. He'll show up. Uh, John, your bus ad is has that worked? Is that a uh,
0: it works like you wouldn't believe. The John, a, here's the great part about that, right? So yeah. like, let's say a big bus rolls by and you got twelve foot John on it, right? Yes. And you're a client of mine or a buddy of mine, you think it's hysterical, right? You're like you
1: get people texting you all the time, right? Oh
0: yeah, oh yeah. This or there'll be like a bum on my bus bench or some shit yes, like that. I saw know? that photo and they'll photo. go and they'll think that's really funny shit. And then there's people, you know, when you're at you know, sometimes you have competing agents that probably don't think you're the greatest if you're doing the volume of work that we do, right? So, like, so they'll go, God, I hate that guy, and. I think I like them both equally. <laughs> I mean, I really do. So,
1: you got to love the haters. Yeah,
0: 100%.
1: Is, is your bus ad still running today, or is that no, like a seasonal thing? Or? 100%. 100%. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. You get that. Just
0: came up with a new one. I think I'm going to do like a Burt Reynolds deal where I'm laying out on the <laughs> side yes. like this. Like yes. Did, so they can really go, God, I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that.
1: On that note, thank you so much for listening to the Real Talk Podcast. Jay-Z, thank you. Thanks, buddy. All right.